Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Creep on in, on in, on in. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. I wish people knew the heinous shit we said before we started. Just like... I'm glad that they don't. Uh, just like so disgusting and filthy and awful and derogatory. People would think so much less of us than they already do. It's September 29th, 2019. We have a lot to discuss. Oh God, I'm so burpy. <laughs> I'm Burpee McBurperton tonight. <laughs> if you're new here, that's not new. I'm a filth that's monster. That's not his name. And what we do here every single week is we watch a random movie. We talk about it. We have fun. We talk about our lives. There's a lot of life to discuss. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is our first episode of October. Welcome to Halloween Creep 2K19. Creep is uh, finalized, as Dilaton Ball, our partner on the Arcade Network, talks about every single year. We, every single week this month, are going to be watching some form of Halloween horror scary movie, in some manner of speaking, starting with today's episode of Us, which we'll get to later on in the podcast, but we've had a lot that's been going on because the last time we actually recorded was almost two weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken, um, because we recorded before Pod Slam 2019. Oh my God, that's right. Podcast Marathon Crazy. benefiting Connor's Cure, the fifth um, Pod Slam, and my last Pod Slam, and the director Rich Camelucci's last Pod Slam uh, was a big success. We've raised over four thousand dollars as of press time. So, which means lifetime, we've uh, achieved over $16,000 um, for Connor's Cure. It was a, a, a great event, a long event. I had a wonderful time in Chicago, as always. Um, did get a chance to do a lot of the Chicago staple things that we normally do. Still got some some deep dish pizza at Lou Malnati's. My first time at Devil Dogs, which apparently is a chain. Um, I did not know. But that was also delicious. Um, had a had a milkshake that rivaled the Portillo's chocolate cake shake. I'm just going to point that out. A hot fudge marshmallow shake at Devil Dogs. It was I can't believe you had that nice. without me. I apologize. Um, it's all right. I wouldn't be able to drink it through a straw. A <laughs> lot of alcohol, a lot of no sleep, a lot of fun. Um, you can hear uh, all the podcasts. Most of them are going to be up. Around this time now on the Arcade Audio shows and all the other uh, podcasts. 
that were involved in Pod Slam. Donations are still open through the end of next month, or end of this month, I should say. Um, so please go to arcadeaudio.net slash podslam. Still get those donations in. Still raise more money for Connor's Cure. Find out more information. Uh, yeah. So that's mostly what I've been doing. Cool. I had someone pull a tooth out of my face. <laughs> I had one of my wisdom teeth taken out two days, three days ago. And I was sitting in that chair for like an hour and a half. So I've had half of my wisdom teeth taken yeah, out. Yeah, but you were put under. Yeah, because mine were serious. <laughs> Yours. Because like, you're a pussy, I think. No, they didn't give me an option. Then you mean option. They're like, we're putting you under because you're getting two teeth removed. You only got one moved, right? Yeah, I only got one removed. Yeah. So. Local yeah. anesthetic. You are such a wuss. I'm not such a wuss. He said I did amazing. He said I did so well. I have very long roots on my teeth. And the, you can ask him. You have a dentist appointment next Thursday. Ask him. Oh, fuck, I do. You do at 3 o'clock. Uh. So please make sure that's your day off. Um, well, no, it's got to be later in the month than that. It's not. I'm not, I'm not working next week. It's much later in the month than that. I'm positive. It's the last, the, in four <laughs> weeks, yeah. man. In four weeks. Ask him. Ask him how I did. Challenge him. him. Challenge him. I did so well. He said, I'm such a trooper. But man, am I feeling it now. It well, was now. fine. I just felt pressure, like, when he was pulling out the tooth. Didn't hurt. After the fact, though, it was um, feeling it, feeling it. He, my whole mouth hurts. And Santa is a big baby. Because and I've been so hungry for the last two days. She's complaining about what she can't eat, and then she starts oh, talking, and her mouth is so large that her gums just flap, and it hurts. Um, so we've had that going on. Uh, our daughter has just decided to be a. Fucking Brat. monster. <laughs> I'm so much nicer. No, she's still really good. It's just she's... She's becoming she's, her own boss. Yeah, she's almost three years old and thinks that... She's she can tell us no when we tell her to brush her teeth and take medicine and go to sleep and clean up and do anything at all. She's like, you don't tell me what to do. She didn't say yeah, that. Yeah, she did. She did. she say that? She said, you don't tell me to go to bed. <laughs> I tell you. When really she started funny. talking like Barkat Abdi. That's what she just said. <laughs> That's what she does sometimes. You know when she does like that, you don't do that. I don't know she does that thing. Uh-huh. Maybe she only does it to me. Yeah, I think she only does it to you. Because <laughs> she knows she can. <laughs> um, so we're just tired. have a lot of that stuff going on. Um, I think since before... The last time you recorded, did I get a chance to talk about the movie I went to go see? No? I had to have. When did we record that? I think on the one of these days. Yeah, but I, I, I went the previous week. Then yeah, then you talked about it. Did I? I don't remember anything. Man, nobody cares anyway about your opinion on movies. They don't listen to the show for your opinion on movies. No, I think they actually do. No, they listen to the show. Because yours are like, I thought it was good. They it listen to the show so they can add to their tally marks how many times you sit between your parents during a movie, how many times we fight and call each other names, 
how many times I'm right and you're wrong. So, they're invested. Just in case, I saw It Chapter 2. It was fine. <laughs> I think we discussed it. I don't remember. When when did we watch... On the, the 13th. Watch The Notebook on the 13th? Yeah. Let me see your calendar. Okay. Yeah, I must have discussed it then. Because I was off the 11th. Yeah, I must have talked about it. My me- That's why we can't go two weeks without recording. Because I can't remember what I fucking did today. What did we do today? Oh, we watched our daughter fail at riding a tricycle. That's right. Yeah, and you slept on the couch for like three hours. Yeah, it's a good day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck really off. Good day. So, so let's just get into today's movie and today's podcast then. So last time we recorded, I referenced that we were going to be going to Halloween Horror Nights. The preeminent, well, the fucking introduction, Halloween Horror Nights. The preeminent haunted give, house. They're not giving us any money. Why the fuck are you going to do all that? They might. You don't know. They're not going to give us any We already money. bought our tickets, so reimburses for our tickets. And the big attractions there are things you've all experienced or seen, but there was one that you had not. Uh-huh. came out this year because you refused to go see it with me. Because I like to see scary movies in theaters, man. If I'm going to shit my pants, I'd rather do it in the comfort of sure. my own home. So I wanted to make sure. It's a good I've reason. I've been talking about it a lot since it came out because of reasons we'll get into here in a moment. I want to make sure that when we went through the house... That you understood what was happening, what was going on. Punch people when I go through so, the house. So today's I seriously episode think if I ever get arrested, it's about us. It's gonna be because I punch someone in a haunted house because they just come <clears> at <throat> me at the wrong time. It's the point of a haunted house. Is it my turn to read the box? I believe it is. Okay. Good luck. I'll be fine. Worth seeing again and again, says the Atlantic. A new nightmare from Jordan Peele, writer director of Get Out, Us. A colossal cinematic achievement, says Richard Brody, The New Yorker. And the best horror film of all time, says Nathaniel Braille, Heroic Hollywood. From Academy Award-winning visionary Jordan Peele comes another original nightmare. Starring Oscar winner Lapita Nyong'o, 12 Years a Slave, and Winston Duke, Black Panther, an endearing American family is pitted against a terrifying and uncanny opponent. Doppelgangers of themselves. I think that's a little like doppelgangers are of you. So I don't know why it says doppelgangers of themselves. Well, no, because a doppelganger can be. Um, it can also be like kind of a not a slang, but it can also be like a sidekick. Kind of Alexa, what is the definition of a doppelganger? Doppelganger is a noun meaning a ghostly double or a counterpart of a living person. See? It's a double or a counterpart. I guess, okay, of themselves. I didn't to write this. Well, I'm going to give you a point for that. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, good job, good job. Thank you. Good job. Lapita Nuongo. How many times did you practice that? <laughs> Several, because I just figured it was going to be <laughs> No, because we joked about it for a very long time. That and Chewy Tell Edgia 4 and some of those other, like, Oscar winner names that we like if I just had to say over time like we've practiced before so Lupino Nyong'o was was off the dome baby so I'm still ahead right by one by one okay so Get Out we watched two years ago on the podcast was our 2017 movie of the year um, so I found it fitting that we're doing this movie in the year which it came out just like Get Out did as well went and saw this in theaters because Get Out is 
basically like one of my favorite movies now. Um, it, it got a 10. Yes. Got 10 So 10 I was very excited to see this. I've rewatched it since, uh, seeing it in theaters. times you've seen no, it. No, it's the only third time I've seen it. I saw it a uh, second time when it was available online. So um, I've talked about it, I feel like, a lot on the show already, so I don't want to go on too In much. life in general. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, I want to get your words. What did you think? I mean, yeah, it was fine. Isn't that what you said I always say about the movies? You can go fuck yourself. What? Are you going to add anything else? What? Why start now? It's only been 260-some episodes of nothingness. This is episode 264. Uh-huh. Thanks. I was right, 260 You're such an asshole. I've contributed to these episodes. What did you think of the movie? It was good. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you because your face is muffled in the couch. I hate you. Oh, okay, great. Um, I didn't like it as much as I like Get Out. Okay. I think that's a universal... Yeah, I think that's universal. Thought. Um, I liked it. So my mom saw this movie. She did. I don't remember you telling me yeah, that. Yeah, I told you. My mom saw this movie and she thought it was the stupidest movie she'd ever seen in her life. She had no idea what was going on. Well, she's a racist. She's not a racist. <laughs> Why would you say something like that? It was just funny for me to say. Her mom's the nicest, sweetest lady of all time. She's definitely not a racist. The opposite of but one. But my mom had no idea what was going on in this movie. Do you know what's going on yes, in this I movie? Yes, I know what's going on in this movie, man. Explain it to me, please. What is this movie They're about? the tethered. So they're... Oh, sorry. My contacts have been bothering me. I should have taken them out As if you need more problems with your face. You, like you need more problems with your face. Have you seen it? No. Ha. Huh. What? Okay. It has to do with the tethered. Mm-hmm. So it's like two halves of a whole. And like the tethered are underground. And like they were created as experiments. You know, to control the people who are above ground. And they're tethered, like, with their souls. And so whenever something happens in our world, it's forced to happen to the tethered. So they're like slaves. They only eat raw rabbit. Where the people above do whatever they want, eat whatever they want. Um, And uh, throughout the whole movie, this girl, like, sees them in the fun house. Which my only note on this movie that I wrote down was... Fuck this movie. I would never go into that mirror fun house thing. And I'm never going to go into one again. I have to tell you, I think we're going into one in like three days. God damn it. God damn I'm it. sure when you start. I'm, gonna, I'm like really. Like, I've seen the outside facade on YouTube. It's, and it's terrifying. It's, that kind of thing terrifies me. Because I feel like someone's just going to turn around and I'm going to punch him in the face. I'll punch him right in the face. Um, so she comes face to face with the tethered. And the whole movie you're led to believe that. Now they're coming for their revenge, but it turns out the... No, no, no they, they're coming for their revenge. It doesn't turn out anything. Well, yeah, they're coming for their revenge, but it's not just because they're the tethered, it's because she had switched. Right, the twist is The twist that is that... The tethered has... Risen so, up because of it. Yes, so... It's got a lot of layers. There's extreme layers. There's a lot of layers. So So you have to kind of go through all the layers. having watched it third time, like an onion, right, Shrek? 
Um, not be fair. You're donkey. I'm Shrek. Um, I'm the funny one, and you're the ugly one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm so glad that was your comeback. As late, so it's extremely layered. It is. Um, a lot of thoughts and opinions on as to what a lot of it means. Um, a lot of discussion about class and race and... But I think it's it's more to do with class than race. I think it is, too. Well, I think they kind of go hand in hand. Um, I don't think necessarily. Not necessarily, but I think that's part of, part of it. Um, the very telling line of who are you people and just we're Americans, I particularly like. But especially how that twist you know, kind of reveals that you're just a byproduct of your environment, your surroundings. Like, this person was exactly like everybody else that's rise up in the movie, and just because they were raised in a normal society, the world was able to, you know, not be this non-vocal... You yeah, know, like they gave her voice lessons. She danced. She had all of these right. avenues. So, and it's still part of her, as you see throughout the movie, where she struggles to. You know, she says, "You know, I'm not really much of a talker." There's purposeful moments where like she she turns feral. Yeah, like she like yeah like she has those like like groans and those emotions. But there's a lot of other like strong imagery, like the frisbee landing in the blanket. Um, the dinner, the lunch scene, I guess, when everyone's eating fucking like fried chicken and she's or, or fish Meat. or something, and she's just eating fucking strawberries for no reason. Like, there's a lot of like little. Did you even notice that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. So there's like a lot of like those type, like yeah. shining like things almost that kind of stand out um, as the movie progresses. Her white clothes get more and more red. You know, things like that. And I love that kind of stuff. And I, I love, like, as soon as I finished watching the movie, I was like, I gotta watch this movie again so I can understand and pick up and experience more of it. And each time I've noticed something else uh, more and more and more. Um, and I do thoroughly enjoy it. There, There's not a lot of movies that legitimately creep me out. And there's, like, two or three, like, good moments in this movie where I'm like, fuck that! Um, which we'll get to as we go yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all that said, I'm 100% in agreement with you that it's, a step below get out, especially upon repeated viewings, because there's, I think, too many ideas that are going on that some don't necessarily land or hit. Yeah, like combined with mm-hmm. some pretty significant plot holes or things that I think are underdeveloped that hurt the overall enjoyment of the movie upon watching them however many yeah. times. And I think that this movie was such a faster pace. Then get out. I think we get to the action a little bit quicker in this one because you start oh. off. Well, you start off with this girl going missing and then that. And I think it just moves a little bit faster. To me, at least, it felt like it moved a little faster. See, I literally. So you don't get the same buildup you get with the characters in get see, out. See, I literally thought. Okay, I kind of. I kind of. Like, saying. I feel like I felt more that that. In Get Out, the characters were a little more developed and fleshed out before it hit, before the stuff started happening. I get that point. Then in this movie. So I feel I was, like this one, you see like the little intro and then boom, boom, boom. See, because why I, running. from 
watching it this time, I was going to say, like, it had been, like, a good, like, 30, 40, 40 minutes, I felt, before, like, the tethered kind of, like, come in. And I was right. surprised about that. Like, yeah, I, I felt it was sooner, and I thought you had more of that. And especially also because, like, the first time you watch it, you know, all of the um, commercials and promos leading up to it just felt like you were going to just spend your time with these four people times two, essentially. So when, like, they kind of escape, and then they go to, like, uh, the other Kitty house. and What's-His-Face's uh, mm-hmm. house. And I was like, oh, so this is, like, everybody has these fucking people. Like, that kind of opened it up. And then from there... Like again, there's there's a lot there's a lot of little things that bother me that I want the answers for that I don't get in yeah. terms of like how things make sense. Well, let's talk about them. Um. So let's get. But yeah, but this is not as good as as Get Out. It's still a good movie, but Get Out. I still just think it's so great. I still I still think this is Get Out is one I think one of the best movies that's potentially ever been made in the past few decades it's it's, it's one this, of the best horror movies i've ever seen i wouldn't even i mean well, i just say it's just, just in general just in general. i wouldn't even put a classification on it i think this is a very good horror movie um that's good about not necessarily jump like dwelling on there are still jump scares there are still like blood and guts but it's more so about like the psychology and like the ominous parts to it um so i still think it is great and it still has some some fantastic performances it still has a lot of the humor um, that Get Out has. Definitely not as much. Fantastic music. But there's still just these these beats or these parts of it that I'm like... So, my biggest one is kind of how they are connected... Okay. So, so I, I went pretty deep on this movie when it first came out in terms of like Reddit theories and people talking and stuff like that and like what is and is not happening and stuff. And I think that kind of overall like hurt my. Okay, so tell me about it. So, so, so like number one, like how like so they are they mimicking them. Like, is everything so, they're doing... So, there's a myth. There, There's this myth, right? Uh-huh. It's, like, this trope that, you know, uh, the gods of Mount Olympus, right? Mm-hmm. When, when humans were first created, they were created with four arms, four legs, two heads. Mm-hmm. They were so powerful. So much more powerful than the gods. How so, did you survive that? So, Zeus split them. Uh-huh. To Except. make them less powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but they only, they had one soul. So they split one soul in two bodies. And that's where soulmates come from. So you're always looking for your other half. That's the myth. And so I think that's kind of what they tried to mimic here. Um, so, so they were mimicking them, but... but they're they're duplicates of them. They're they're duplicates. They're like mirror images. So yes, they mimic them, but that's but they're not like so. The only ones so are. Pluto and Jason are obviously like connected, and there's a whole other subset of theories about them as well. That there's a big fan theory that Jason is actually the tethered version of him as well, um, which I try to like really watch out for in this in this viewing of it. And I don't know how I feel about it because there's a lot that makes sense. The magic trick, one trying to do the other, the face being burned, um, kind of 
being awkward, just kind of like his mom, the recognition at the end of who she is. I th- I, th- I feel like there's something there, and they went. They were just there the previous year or two years prior because of a, a grandparent dying or something, right? Um, but those obviously are connected because he finds that he can control um, his tethered version. That's how he defeats the tethered version is by controlling him and walking him back into the fire. Like nobody else like has that. Like, like Red and uh, Adelaide are like literally like fighting and like like dancing with one another, like not mimicking one another. Like Abraham and um, Gabe are not you know, like, mimicking one another yeah. in any way. So, like, when you see that scene of, like, the flashback of her as a little girl and, like, the girl following everything and you see the people in the closet, like, doing the roller coaster and stuff, it's like, okay, so what makes one part do it and the other not? That part's always kind of, like, been okay. underdeveloped for me. Okay. Um. Also... I don't think I noticed it the first time I saw this it. This is going to send me down a dark rabbit hole. Isn't it, it does. I'm going to let it really does. movie 17 times. It really does. Um, the same thing is like she never tried to get out. Like no one there is going to really keep her. We watched a deleted scene that showed her like, you know, obviously when she got her her choked out, like it, and that's how her voice got messed up. And then mm-hmm. she started talking like Doc Rivers. Um, if you knew who Doc Rivers was, that'd be funny to you. Um Okay. He's a uh, basketball coach for the Los Angeles Clippers, oh, who also does the Celtics. Talk like this. Both teams play really hard. Um, not John Laurinaitis, but <laughs> I was <laughs> gonna say I'm close. not sure who you're. Uh... Um, well, like she's handcuffed to the bed, and that's how the other girl like puts the Thriller shirt on. There's a lot of that other image. There's a lot of like Michael Jackson Thriller, um. Uh, homages, same thing with a lot of Jaws mm-hmm. imagery and homages as well. But like, in all that time, like, no one was keeping her there. Like, nobody would have known. Like, she didn't try to get out. Um, uh-huh, get out. Uh, and I guess, like, I mean, I, the part of it, I guess you can kind of explain is that, you know, later on when Adelaide is, like, walking through, like, how does she know exactly where to go? Well, of course she does because that's where she came from. But there's a lot of little things like that that kind of drive me nuts. Um, is everyone just killing their doppelganger? Because that one girl just had no problem killing that dude who was complaining about her being on the top of his car. What is that, what that guy's doppelganger going to do? Well, we're already, already killed. Yeah, that's interesting because I thought that they would only kill themselves. Not. Hmm. So, like, that that's another one. Um and there's just a lot of stuff that's kind of like, I get that it's probably left up to the imagination on purpose. So very early on, the, when the daughter's like, you know, they're putting like stuff in our water, controlling our minds. Like, like there's a lot more. Again, get up kind of is the same thing. A lot more of like, the the lineage and the mythology of like what is happening that we don't get into. Yeah. Like I get that's kind of like the Twilight Twilight Zone esque nature of letting the audience make their own interpretations of things. Um, I, I think that this premise might have been better served giving a little bit more of it as, as opposed to throwing out so many, while very clever and while very, uh, fruitful, you know, images and, and themes like so much of the, 
of the duality in so much of holding hands, like the, the paper cutouts and the decal on the window. And I like to get, a, I love the ending of the Hands Across America with the Minnie Ripperton song. It was very good. And there's them lining up and then how you see it at the beginning. It's all very well done and well crafted. There's just something that's missing. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Um, it. It's trying to be too much. There's just, there's layers. There's too many layers. That yes. That you don't get, you don't get to feel all of yes. them. Yes. When it's not worrying about that, there's so much of it that I love and I like. Um, I love the whole scene when they are at uh, the other people, when they're at Kitty and, what the fuck's the guy's name? Kitty and, it's fucking Tim from Tim and Eric, but what's his character's name, the Kitty? W- w- Wilson? Kitty and, well, the Wilsons, yes, but what was his character's name? Kitty and, oh my god, he had the Biot, uh, the Biot, the Bitchin, B. No. Biot, Biotchin? Biotchin. No, it wouldn't be Biotchin. Biotin. Biotchin. Biotchin? Biotin? San Diegans. Josh. The Tyler's. The Tyler's. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. The Wilsons were uh, Lupita Nong and. Uh, Who? Who was that? Lupita and uh, Winston. Yeah. You're right, right. Um, I love that whole. That reveal is great. With the the twins, nothing like a bunch of creepy creepy twins. Look, man, they were fucking creepy before they were the fucking tethered. And man. see, I think that they got them better off, like they're they're tethered better because Elizabeth Moss's character obviously about vanity, you know. That's a weakness she keeps cutting herself, trying to fix herself. Josh is obviously like a fucking douche, so his tethered's kind of like the same, like peeling the head hair back you know, with the handshake, the twins are not nice people, so in there with their psychopaths. I just love that whole sequence of Beach Boys, then you got NWA, and then the kids having to walk through the house, like, all, all that. The whole sequence there is great, even right down to them leaving and them arguing about who has the highest kill count in the family. Like, the kind of, like, humorous stuff that, yeah, that you know, these yeah. movies are good about. So I like that stuff. Um... I do like, and I, I do like the very first time that, like, you know, when the tethered are in the driveway and how they take over the house. That stuff's all excellent. Um, is there anything else? Is there anything to you that stands out? Well, now I'm, like, questioning everything <laughs> because of all the stuff that you said. So I'm like, oh, well, I really liked how they... I, I liked um, when Jason tricks. Pluto. Oh, like the little I closet like with the scene. magic trick the and stuff? The closet with the magic trick, and then mm-hmm. outside when he makes him walk backwards into mm-hmm. the fire. Um, I like that. Um, did you have any inkling as to what was going to happen in the end? Like, did you... Did had I you, know? Had you had it spoiled for you at all, or yeah, did you I know? Yeah, had it spoiled for you me. You did? Okay. Who, who spoiled it for you? I don't know. I was reading something, and it got spoiled mm. for me. That's how life is now. People can't keep shit to themselves. It's ridiculous. Um, but I, I liked seeing how, how it all played out. I, I liked the beach scene or, and like when they got the boat, I liked the boat. <laughs> just the boat in general. I just like the boat. <laughs> the great character. Um, I liked the boat. I liked that whole scene. Um, I, 
think that they could have tightened up the explanation a bit, or maybe not tightened it up a little bit. Well, like Red does a lot of talking about mm-hmm. what happened and, right. and and things like Her- they did a good job of showing it too, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. Then, but then, like Adelaide had flashbacks as well, like when she was dancing. Like I don't know. And then, like when they were dancing, did it? Op- did like a portal open up, or like what had to happen for the tether to come back? Because I think that was part of it too. Because they emphasized that something happened during the dance. So I think no, I don't think it was a portal. So I think what it was was. So I agree with you in that. Like, there's too much of like. It's all very much like the pronoun game. You know what I mean? Well, like, and there's a like lot at of some point, I feel like we're like, I was you, <laughs> and you stroked me out and switched me. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that doesn't happen. Like, you feel there like was it was once a girl. Yeah, there was once a girl, and then, like, and then it shows, like, the differences between her side and that side. And then, yeah, and, like, that whole thing. And then when she's, like, at the chalkboard doing the whole spiel as well, I get that part. So basically, they recognize that she wasn't tethered, essentially. Like, she was above what they were in terms of, like, uh, how they've evolved. Just from, like, the way she was dancing. Just, like, the way that she emoted. So they kind of, like, thrust her as their leader, and then she took forever to this plan. That's one of the plot holes I have is, like, where the fuck? They got all these fucking scissors, all these fucking jumpsuits, all these fucking gloves. They weren't provided those. Where do they get all these? Hi, excuse me. We need six million. Well, wouldn't it be a million? It'd be hundreds of millions. I'm, there's one of everybody, right? Yeah, so there'd be six billion. There's six billion people in the world. I think it's just an American thing. <laughs> I think it's... That's why... Americans. Um, so 250? Is that more like it? Um, maybe they had tethered sneaking out. I guess. And collecting them. I, I do like just the, the eeriness of just one, like the, the original 11-11 dude. Whew, thank God. Um, just planting himself and there's everyone kind of joining him across. It's a very, very creepy, strong, very you know, creepy. like message and imagery. So that creeps me out. Uh, I love when they're going to run over the tethered daughter and she just like climbs up on the top of the car. I'm like, Man, fuck that. Mm-hmm. She's just like the creepiest one of the four. She's the creepiest Because she's just a a psychopath. Yeah, because she just, all she does is smile. Uh-huh. That real big eyed smile. And then, like, kind of chase you, and then kind of not. And, like, cock her head to the side. Like, that's the creepiest thing for me, when, like, somebody just, like, smiles, and, like, makes their eyes, like, real, like, big, and then they... Right. Cock that's their head awful. to the side. It freaks me out. I'm gonna punch, I'm gonna get arrested. So here's what freaks me out. Uh, so we saw this movie. Me and uh, my friend Justin saw this movie in theaters. And there's a lot of, like, 11-11 imagery from when I first saw it. So the guy, the Jeremiah 11-11 sign, the time is 11-11, you know, of course, 11-11 again, duality, two halves, that kind of thing. This movie came out, what, March, I think? Came out in March? Yeah. So that was, what, six months ago? Over six months ago at this point? So let's do the math quickly. That's, like, 180 days, essentially. Right? Ballpark it. In those 180 days, I think, so I, I, we've had 360 11 11s. I think I've looked at my phone or a clock or happened upon the time in some way of speaking at least half of that time 
when the time has been either been 11, 11 a.m. or p.m. And every time I do, it freaks me the fuck out. Because I'm thinking, where the fuck's my, where's my tether at? They're going to fucking come stab me. It's gotten to the point where it is a massive joke between all of my friends and all my coworkers. We're like, I'm on my lunch break. I take my lunch early every day, right? Yeah. I'll be on a lunch break. Between 11 and 11.30. Minding my own business. And I will be sitting there enjoying my lunch and I'll get a text and just says, hey. And it's 11.11. They're doing it on fucking purpose. It just, so when I found out about the Horror Nights house, I got the message from Rich at 11.11. Like, he messaged me, like, 30 minutes prior. I didn't see it because I was working until 11.11. Yeah, fuck that. I keep doing, and same thing. If it was 111, 222, 333, 444, specifically. So, like, so on Wednesday when we go, I want to wait until 11.11 no, no, to go no, in this house. No, 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 we're not doing that. No. It'd be no. fantastic. Like, just the coincidence of it creeps me out so when we watch this the first scene is the little girl <laughs> to throw up it's it's right it's just freaky i got goosebumps it's just weird so in the first scene when uh she's sitting there watching the tv and it's talking about the santa cruz boardwalk and they're talking the about hands across america they're like and find out more channel 11 at 11 and i'm like no i didn't even notice it at first while we were preparing just now there's another one i didn't notice yet either uh i don't know if it's gabe Watching it, or, like, at some point, somebody's, like, either watching a baseball game or getting, like, like uh, highlights from something, and the score to the game is tied at 11-11. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, I didn't notice that either. Like, that's the kind of shit I love. Like, those Easter eggs, like, it's so small, it's so well done. Jordan Peele's fantastic. He's a lot better at it in Get Out verbally. There's a lot of, like, verbal ones, like, oh, we leave, we leave a little piece of her here, oh, we have black mold, like, those kind of, like, it's, like, written in the script. Yeah, and then when the girl starts eating her Fruit Loops dry. That's right, like, this one more so has, well, there's also Fruit Loops in this, so, like, when they're in Kitty and Josh's house and they're watching the news and stuff, uh, what's his name, the, the little boy is eating just dry Fruit Loops, it's, like, a little homage. There's a lot more of, like, those Easter eggs, so, like, if you're watching, like, the VHSs, they're on the other side of the TV there's, like, Chud, which has a lot of, like, homages and references to that. Um, like, the gloves with the Michael Jackson thriller thing. Uh, there, there's, like, a lot of those. So they're, like, really Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. Where they feel like can get out a lot of it's more so just, like, meticulous, methodical plot being displayed right in front of your eyes. A lot of this isn't plot. A lot of this is, like, whoever's going to notice this is going to appreciate it. Like, right. that's what an Easter egg, right. like, for large part, is. Um, what would your tethered person be like? So, again, if it's, like, an extension... They would be just like me. That's what they... They're, but they're the opposite. So, like, what would their, like, quirks and their... Have, have you ever seen the Buffy, the Vampire Slayer episode no. with the doppelgangers? No. All right. Tatiana, I know you're listening to this. We should watch that episode mm-hmm. soon. Um, in homage of this movie um what would my doppelganger be like she'd probably be like a like a like a biker chick what with a lot of tattoos what that's like the opposite of me i'm more so meant like not physically like they're oh. she's not exactly like you but what, she's gonna be nicer that's real, <laughs> real cute real cute <laughs> what's yours gonna be funny Funny and thin. <laughs> Funny, thin, and you're just eating fucking carrots the whole time. 
just carried it. Mine's Bugs Bunny. Oh. How do I get to the tethered land? Take a board. Also, what's the irony that, you know, oh, the one boardwalk I'm at, you know. Okay, now I'm looking at this too closely. <laughs> Find yourself. I like that. Uh, so, you know, when we go to Horror Nights, like, I'm not really a pretty, I'm not very jumpy. You know what I mean? Like, this house is going to fucking give me. You know what's going to give me the most? I bet you I have a fucking owl. <laughs> that owl. <laughs> I'm going to punch the fuck out of that owl. I'm already trying to, like, visualize and, like, piece together, like, out. what we're going to see. So I know Jordan Peele's very hands-on for the house itself. Oh, great. Which makes, well, like, he wanted very specific, like, lighting, time cues, like, certain things to, like, happen to, like, follow you, like, through the movie. So, like, I've seen the outside of it is, like, the Merlin's, like, you know, great. find yourself of course it is. thing. Why not? So I'm sure you're going to get that. I'm sure you're going to get, like, like, them standing, like, holding hands. But also there's, like, so much, like light in this so like i don't know how they're gonna do it in like a jump scare like fucking strobe effect house so i'm i'm, I'm intrigued i'm interested um was there anything you really didn't like oh i just got goosebumps. i didn't like the fucking beginning with the fucking house of mirrors that shit creeps me out i'm not very good at that kind of thing that that little girl that little girl was also such a she had a really job. good just like like deadpan face and then like her being surprised and then later on when you're seeing like like, the tethered version of her, like, that creepy-ass smile. Yeah, it was just so fucking creepy. I hate creepy shit like that, because then I just get nightmares. I'm just so lucky that I I couldn't tell you the last time I had a dream about something. Mm-hmm. The only thing I remember in th- almost 33 years of my life mm-hmm. is a nightmare that I once had mm-hmm. when I was about maybe 10 or 12. Um, that's the only thing I remember. When I go to sleep, it's just black. I'm so happy. Because then I don't dream about these fucking... I'm, I don't have a lot of scary dreams. My dreams are just fucking things. weird as shit. So is Carly's. Like, I'll Carly have, has the weirdest dreams. I, I always go back to uh, one of my favorite Mitch Hedberg jokes about my dream, and it's really true. It's like, man, dreams are fucking weird. Because, like, one minute you're, like, just awake, and, like, you're happy. Next minute you're building a go-kart with your ex-landlord. <laughs> Those are my dreams. Like, I had a dream the other night that was, uh, I was working... But I was working back at my like my previous I working at Pine Hills, for no Ooh. reason whatsoever. Um, but we were inside a mall. I don't know why. Like every time I'm in a dream somewhere, it's always in a mall. I'm meant to be. I'm gonna die in a mall. Is what that means. God forbid. <laughs> God forbid. Why would you say that shit? And then, but then like I'll have like random character actors. Like, not in this dream, but I remember I was having, like, a pretty normal dream, and then, like, Lou Diamond Phillips shows up. And it's like, what the fuck is happening? It wasn't even like I watched anything with Lou Diamond Phillips in it recently. Uh, I'm trying to think what else before we get to MVP, LVP, stuff like that. Do you have any uh, any questions for me? Any, anything? Well, I mean, oh. Yo, this new camera that we got is creeping me the fuck out now. It needs it's to be charged. And, it's about to die. I know. It's black and white. Black and white camera. We have a camera now of Jillian because we're about to put her in a bed. So we need to, like, watch her. Make sure she don't, like, go crazy. Because now she can also open doors, mm-hmm. which is great for us. Who wants a girl? Please don't do that when you're talking about my daughter. <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me. Um, do you have any questions for you? Yeah. What's your favorite amusement park... Uh, game mm-hmm. and uh, ride. Whack-a-mole. I love whack-a-mole. 
Um, you would love whack-a-mole. What is that supposed to mean? Who the fuck likes the whack-a-mole? That dad was horrible at whack-a-mole. <laughs> he said the same thing over and over again. Come on, bro. Uh, ride? I don't know about ride. I mean, we just went with, to a fun spot with Jillian a few months ago. I think we all got strep throat from it. Um, that was fun. Um, and I also got the flu. Right. At the same time. Um, no, I, don't, I really have like a favorite like carnival ride. I'm a thrill ride guy, so maybe like roller coaster, like ride like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, do you I'm like the for... fun house normally? I don't think I've ever been in an actual fun house before. Oh man, I've been in an actual fun house. They're scary. Yeah. Like, cause like that's like fun spot. That's like not really that great. Have you ever been to, like the county fair? I did. Like, the state fair. But again, like when I would go to those things, my mom they... was like too scared to like let me go in those things oh, by man. myself because she thought like the mirrors would break me or something. <laughs> so like I we just ate funnel cake and like looked at animals. In between your parents? Were they both there? Um, No, like, I would go to, like, the... I would go every year to the county fair. My aunt would come. My mom and my aunt would take me. Because my aunt and I would go on all the roller coasters. My aunt would take me Mm -hmm. on all the rides. Because when I was little, I wasn't a pussy. I was real brave. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we went on this one roller coaster that scarred me, I think. Because it was going. I was terrified. I said, we're going to die now. And then I don't think I ever rode on a scary ride again. Like, I was terrified. Um... But yeah, like, the thing I remember, I like those weird attractions. The last time I went to one of those kinds of fairs, my mom and I, my mom and I were just talking about this the other day. Um, We went to see the spider lady. It's like, it's like those, like, you know, like those, like, carnival attractions. Like the oddities. Yeah, like the oddity thing. And it was this woman, she was a woman, she had a spider's body. It was just so fucking weird. It was so weird. Um... Yeah, but I like going to those. I think that they're fun. Can't wait till we take Jillian. Sure. She's not leaving, after this movie, she's never leaving my sight. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Not at all. Never. MVP and LVP. Uh, Lupita and MVP is the easiest. It's Lupita. I really hope she gets remembered around Oscar season. I don't think she's going to. I think there's going to be two. Well, it's been a pretty weak year for Best Actor so far, from what I've seen. So she might sneak in, but... She's two completely different characters, but she's basically the same character at the end, like, if you think about it. Um, but perfect, does a really good performance. Perfect horror film facial expressions. The big eyes. The, the I love a person. Jordan Peele is the master of getting his actors to fucking cry soul tears and make them amazing, horrifying. Amazing. I want to point out again, I talked about earlier, um, for him how good he is as a writer, but as a director as well, with how he frames shit and also how he drapes his actors in music. Like, so between taking I Got Five on it, which was just like, you know, a mid-90s kind of nothing hip-hop one-hit wonder, and making it almost like the basis of like, like turning it into this horrific song that now like I can't hear and not get creeped out by. Nope. And all this, and all this other like music, and and also still keeping his spirit and his humor together. I mean, I think he did a great job in the movie as well. Oh wait, that's just Winston Duke being Jordan Peele. Uh, yeah, it's Lapita Nyong'o, but Winston, Winston Duke, Duke is is good so good in this movie. He's really good. He's in this so movie. great being he's just got like a lot the, of the comedy, corny Jordan Peele dad. Yeah. He's really the good, fucking but, outer net, and like he gets all the laughs. Yeah, but then he's like, like, 
What the fuck? All right, I told you we're not going to play anymore. You want to play when he gets the bat? You want to get crazy. You want to get crazy. And he gets inside and call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he, yeah, he, he's fantastic. Yeah, and he's I think really both the kids, you know, we shit on kid actors a lot, but I think both kids do yeah. a really good job. Uh, that, what's her name? Uh, Shadia Wright Joseph, who plays Zora. She does really well. And Ombre, yeah, she does really yeah, well. Yeah, and then... That Ombre girl... Man, that freaked me out. I'm gonna punch that girl. In the face. <laughs> I, I like. I'm just picturing it now. Like I should probably. I'm glad that we're not going to work the next day. Mm-hmm. So I can bail you out. So you can bail me out. I don't have to explain to my boss why I wouldn't have been at work because I would have been arrested. And I like I like uh, the little boy who plays Jason as well because again, yeah, he's a good job being kind of like damaged and awkward. Kiss my anus. And, like, all that kind of stuff. But then he does a good job at being, like, freaky and creepy as yeah. Pluto. I like that, like, the car ride scene with the family. I thought that was fun. Which a lot of people picked up on when it first, like, when the trailer was released and stuff. Again, it's another another good hint as to what's happening is, come on, get on beat. And she's not on beat herself. Yeah. And then he just follows with her. So that's another one of those prevalent he's switched as well theory is that mm-hmm. he's, when she teaches him and he kind of follows it, but then he gets on his own beat and it's still wrong. So, um, get more mind fucking. Uh, LVP. I mean, I think it's hard to say. I think I I have somebody. It's not a strong one. Elizabeth Moss is always great, so it's not Elizabeth Moss. Her and Tim Heidecker do a a great job. No, I'm not not saying that. Of of us, I mean. Just want to say, yeah, I I hate hate you. you. (laughs) I love you. No, ow! You fucking hit me in the head. Um, so I, I wouldn't make it either one of them. So my nominee is going to be Yahya Abdul-Mateen II. Uh, he played, uh, Adelaide's dad. So you don't get a lot of him. Like you basically just get him in the first scene and then the flashbacks Mm, and stuff. mm -hmm. But. There was something about him that, like, when I first watched it, like, the first time, the very first time I watched it, I was like, man, he seems like a shitty dad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the way he was just act, the way he, like, just portrayed it, just kind of, like, something rubbed me the wrong way. And, like, yeah. nothing comes of it. So I'm like, okay, well, he just played it really fucking shitty and bad. Yeah. Um, you know, like, kind of the way he's, like, act- I don't know if he's, like, drunk or, like, they're having yeah, problems or something. But still, and it's just a it's though. just a weird choice, and then kind of how he acts after the fact, like when they're in the therapy session. Like the mom does a good job of like being worried and whatnot, and I don't think like that like the dad being that way is meant to be part of like what the character is. I think it's just how he was, um, and for a lack of really anybody else, yeah, yeah, that's who I would have, because there there's really yeah, there really isn't anybody else. To do it, so... Is that fine? Yeah, that's fine. It's the longest fucking name of all time. I mean, this still... This is the biggest... I think, is it still? I think it might have passed it, but I think this this was the highest grossing non-Disney movie of the year. I think that's probably <laughs> because, true. Well, I think it just passed it. Um, it's the highest grossing original movie of the year, and I'm sure that'll that'll stick. That'll hold. Um, and it, did kind of, it was a pretty big culture. There's a lot of parodies of it already. Um... You know, it's kind of it's kind of got like a mixed reception. I feel like now, like it did really well with critics, 
but I think audiences just had this like level of expectation with Get Out. Yeah. And it's not like if you were going in expecting Get Out, you're fucking wrong. It's not a sequel. It's just made by the same people. I think because it comes so close after, and it follows the same kind of thing because racism and classism are similar, but they're not the same. And I think people went in expecting the same kind of of through line that Get Out had, and it's not. Sure. Um, Because you could have done this movie with the Tylers as the main family. You know, like like you could have. Yeah, and and Jordan Peele went on the record as saying like, right. you know, he didn't see a lot of movies like this with a, a all black cast, so that's why he went that way. And sure. you know, yeah, like sure, it's, yeah, like 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 I don't think I think that it just happened to be that you had the stronger actors in this movie play the main characters, yeah, more so than oh, it's because they're black. Well, of course, rather than yeah. they're white. So we think that this movie. Th- that was kind of the expectation some people had. And I think that there are so many different things going on in here that it's very confusing for some people to 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 separate it and to kind yeah, of absolutely. peel it all apart. Um, people, just, people just want it laid out for them. Like, right, like, like in Get Out, it was very simple. Like, you know... It is like, and it isn't. Like, well, like, in comparison, it is. I mean, you have the... Um, What's his face? Come on and say, yeah, because you're stronger and... Yeah, I don't give a shit what color you're like, on, man. I just want your eyes. Right. Like, 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 yeah. like, you know, it's like, like they said all these reasons why, you know, it's, it's just it's one just of the those... in vogue thing at the time, you know? Right. It was just one of those things. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's a little bit maybe why um, it, it was a little different. I, I think sometimes when you have too many things going on, it gets muddled so this was a little more muddled it is than, it is, it is than some other movies um but i think if you can wade through some of that and not dive into like well what about this well, what about this well how did the rabbit survive well who took care of them who made sure they didn't get out who's who did this who did mm-hmm. that like where's their security like you know there's a lot of things that you can go through, which I'm sure I'm going to get on Reddit, and I'm probably not going to sleep tonight, which is great. I, Thank you for that. The first, like, three weeks after this movie was out, I was on the, the discussion on Reddit of this, like, so much. Like, you'll, you'll find a lot. So we, we can talk about that more off-air, because we can get really deep into a lot awesome. of it. But we're is already... It, what, um, what's the... It's just us, or what is the... So, what, so this is just for, for you at home as well, but also for you when we go see movies. But I, my first thing I go to now is, is I just search movie name, film, Reddit. And then normally, the first weekend, the first result on Google is going to be the official discussion thread on Reddit with, like, spoilers and stuff. So, like, if you've seen it, then you're fine with it. But that's what I go to for kind of getting a gauge of, like, Picking up on Easter eggs, picking up on what people's like feelings and emotions are, um, what people are digging, what people are not digging. It's a lot better. Um, it's it's it can be pretty shitty, still as well, because it's just fucking Reddit. But for the most part, you sift through it and you get some good stuff. So, um, all right, score time for us. I nominated, so you scored first. I'm going to give this movie an eight and a half. Eight and a half? Yes. Um, I thought a lot about what my score is going to be. Because I liked here. it. I really did like it. It wasn't as scary 
Like, I'm not, well, I didn't, like, shit myself. Like, it was... Oh, just, like, get out? So, next... So, his next movie, will you go see it with me in theaters? So, I have to go with fucking Justin when he's already gone a second time and he lied to me? Justin? He doesn't listen to this. Oh, yes, he does. Thank you, Justin. Yeah, not really. He does. Yeah, every now and then. He'll listen to this. Probably. Hi. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay. We'll see. Let's see what it is. Suck. We need to watch Twilight Zone as well. That's more... Twilight Zone's going to be much more like this than it's going to be like Get Out. Yeah. So Especially we'll in terms of like the that. muddledness. Well, I still want to see it. Uh, I'm going to give it a 9. So an 8.75 is going to be the score. Um, like I said, there's not a, a movie that I haven't spent so much time thinking about analyzing and wanting to rewatch so bad. And like... Yeah, look, like, like I'm excited about the Stranger it. Things house. I'm of course excited about Ghostbusters House. Like I can't wait to walk through this because this is the kind of thing that does freak me out. This is the kind of thing that is more cerebral than those other fucking two, and yeah. the thing that could actually kind of like give me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, um, no, I agree. I fan- agree. Fantastic cast, fantastic music. I- ultimately, drugged down by too many thoughts that too aren't. Too many thoughts that weren't focused enough. Yes. Or if, or that were not covered up by plot holes. Like, this is a very plot-hole-driven movie, unfortunately. As opposed to Get Out, where I don't think there's much there. Like, it all kind of Mm -hmm. makes sense. All right, so our first Halloween episode in the books. Uh, Next week, we'll probably be doing Alien vs. Predator. Um, Because that came out of the box, and we're still going to classify it, you know... It's going to be kind of a little spooky. You know, it's fucking PG-13. That's it's depressing. It's going to be so... B- I mean, I know it's bad. I Like, I fucking know it's bad. I heard people walking out of it 15 years ago talking about how bad it was. But a PG-13 alien movie and a PG-13 predator movie just sucks. Um, so, it is your turn to nominate two movies. Uh, we each might get two rounds here this month, depending oh, on what comes out of the so box maybe I can do all four after AVP. Yeah, so just pick two for now, and then we'll kind of go from there. All right. Because we got AVP coming up. Who knows what the fuck you're going to nominate. I already know I'm nominating. Oh, God. Next. All right, so I'm going to nominate Happy Death Day. Okay. Right? That that counts? Yeah, it's, it's a horror movie. Horror sure. Movie, sure. Comedic horror movie. Cool. And Casper the Friendly Ghost. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, man. Uh, strangely, a harder decision than you'd think. <laughs> I feel like we can't have everything be too bad. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Because who knows what we're going to pull out the box as well. See, I've wanted you to watch Happy Death Day just I like I wanted you to watch Us because I think you'd really enjoy it because it is a really... The second one's bad. But we don't own the second one, so we're I know, good. but I really want to talk about Israel... What's his name? Serial Broussard again? Can't wait to talk about him again. He's actually really good in that movie. Because um, he's not a fat lesbian? No. Sorry, what? We're getting way off topic. Please pick one. <laughs> Stop me talking. Man. Oh, my face hurts so bad. This is maybe the hardest one you've ever given me. This is good. Uh, fuck. I'm gonna... Damn it. Give me a coin. I'm honestly going to flip. I don't I... have a coin, man. I'm All right, I'm going to flip the box. Don't flip All right. the box. So, heads oh. up. I thought you meant the box with the movie cards. And I was like, don't flip that box. <laughs> get index cards, bro. What the fuck? So, heads up will be Happy Death Day. Uh, tails up will be Casper. Because 
doing Casper would be really funny. It would be. No one, but, like it. but I do want to rewatch Happy Death Day again, and, and I, I want you to watch it. So we're just going to do this here. Happy Death Day. It's my pick. Okay. Sorry, Casper. Sorry. Now, let me ask you, were your other two also like a kid-like movie and a horror-horror movie? No. Oh, I was going to have... So these are more like the funnier options? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I should have picked Casper. <laughs> it's too late. I picked Happy Death Day. I picked Happy Death Day. Going a little bit more recent and modern, so... So we'll either that'll be next week or Alien vs. Predator will be next week. Okay. Um... <laughs> I'm just thinking of what I'm nominating afterwards if I get a chance to do it. And God damn it. You're going to kill me. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married with Movies. We encourage you, as always, go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others on our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, make sure you go into our patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for bonus content. Uh, we still have those Seen It trivia episodes. We'll be coming up uh, hopefully or very, very soon. We also need to record some more episodes. MarriedWithMovies at gmail.com, at MarriedWMovies on Twitter, uh, Facebook.com slash MarriedWithMovies. And if you're going to be, if you were at Halloween Horror Nights, maybe we saw you. <laughs> I was going to say, if you're going to be at Halloween Horror Nights, um, I have nothing else to plug. Yeah, it's nice. Calm, quiet. Anything else? Uh, from when you're, from when we're recording this, not from when you're hearing this, from when we're recording this, uh, Lashana Tova, Happy New Year. Happy Rosh Hashanah. Uh, to the one Jewish person who listens to this podcast. Uh, no, I'm sure there's more. But, uh, yeah, Lashana Tova. Uh, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> How'd your mouth hold up? It really fucking hurts. I need to, I think, put some ice on it. Ice and medicine. I'm trying to think what time I took medicine. Oh, time. Jesus, I thought you saw this clock and it was 11 o'clock. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. <laughs> Quick. You, you mean you can't talk for another 30 minutes? I'm, about this movie, I absolutely could. 40 minutes? You want to watch the deleted scenes before we go to bed? No. No. Chicken. Yes? But for I'm waiting for you. Oh, I'm sorry, for Mullet. This is Mullet. I forgot. If you're signing out for Meredith Movies, we'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. 264 episodes. I got five on it. Inside every man Plants a seed of love If he looks within He finds beauty in Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.